uh, 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 jazz. Jazz. It, I don't. I don't mean to um, interrupt your uh, your TV time. I know that this is mm, supposed to be uh, a silent time of night, other than, of course, the uh, blaring of the television, um, which you are allowed to play at any volume from the hours of mm, 4 p.m. until 11 p.m., each night, um, as per our agreement that I do not remember, but that you insist exists, and I have no reason to doubt you because um, you seem very trustworthy. Uh, but I, 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 I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, I have a quick question. Um, now, I don't want to sound paranoid. Uh, I, I've been noticing over the last few days that uh, at various times um, the computer is making uh, those kind of up and down looking thingies um, that kind of look like uh, mm, they, they kind of look like uh, 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 sound waves um, that are being recorded from uh, my talking. Um, and you've asked me, uh, I assume coincidentally, to speak into the microphone, despite the fact that we are not supposed to be recording an episode tonight, um, and I don't know why you would, although you did also mention that you are testing the microphone, um, which is understandable since we will need it when we are actually recording an episode of politics, um... I just want to make sure that you're not recording me right now because I'm not actually prepared to do an episode. Uh, and I haven't um, checked in on the news lately, so I feel like I would be uh, out of my element. Uh, there, I'm, I'm unaware of any uh, big new political happenings. Um, hmm. And that is kind of the, the, the bread and butter of this podcast, which is, of course, a political podcast in nature and in name, um, because politics, of course, is a play on the word politics that incorporates the, the word pod, which comes from podcast, because this is a podcast about politics. But this isn't, but the one that we normally do is. So all I'm asking is, can you assure me uh, with a simple uh, up and down nod of your head or a shaking to the side and to the other side, uh, which would be a negative answer, but I'm looking for that positive answer. Will you please assure me that this is not, uh, we're not recording right now. And if and what I'm asking is for you to nod up and down if we are not recording, and then to shake your head from side to side sadly if in fact we are recording. I'll give you a second to prepare yourself to respond, and then uh, I will speak what happens into this microphone, even though I'm hoping that we're not recording because I'm testing the mic as you asked me to do. And mic, of course, is short for microphone. So go ahead and answer, and then I will say what your answer is out loud. 
Okay, good. You're nodding, which means that we're not recording right now. That was what I was hoping for. Uh, so thank you. I appreciate that, Jazz. Um, and you can return to your television program, which appears to be uh, some kind of space adventure. Do you want to? Do you want to tell me what that's about? No, you don't. Okay. Um, looks like. Well, it's either a Star Wars or a Star Trek, and as far as I know, there is no uh, Star Wars television program. Um, although I suppose it could be a movie. It just—it seems to me—it's—it it has the feel of a television show uh, in terms of the. Okay, you don't want me to. I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm not supposed to look at the television while you're watching it. I apologize. It's—it's uh, it's difficult because. There's not a lot to do over here. Um, I'm sitting and talking into the microphone while you watch TV, and I'm not allowed to look at it. Now, I will, I will admit that listening is kind of fun. It's sort of fun to listen to a TV without watching it. Um, but it really is, at best, half of the uh, ideal television experience because you can't say television without vision, the famous phrase. But I will shut up and let you uh, continue watching what I believe to be a Star Trek. Um, I assume that once this is over, that you will go on to... Oh, there's more Star Trek afterwards. They play it all night. Cool. Oh, that's that's fun, um, I assume. I'm guessing you're, you like Star Trek if you're watching it. So uh, I will uh, cease my test of the microphone and allow you... Interim assistant producer Jazz to return to enjoying your television program, which I believe to be one of the Star Treks. And I will be honest, I can't tell them apart, but that's my own fault for not further familiarizing myself with the Star Trek universe, which is a fun play on words because it takes place in space. So calling it a Star Trek universe is uh, its a joke. It's not, not a great joke. I'm not a comedian, so... What do you expect of me? I, 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 all right, I, I've said too much, and I will go back to silence, and you can go back to Jazz's TV hour, which is supposed to be silent in terms of me not talking for seven hours. And now I will shut up. Uh, just one more thing. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I can see you're getting angry. I don't like, I don't like it because, I mean, it's. I don't want to say cute because that's inappropriate. We work together, but it's a little cute because your face gets very red, almost unnaturally red. Uh, I've never seen another person's face get so red when they get angry. Um, one might find it scary, but for some reason, I find it cute. Uh, and so I'm sorry for making you angry, and I'm sorry for kind of enjoying it when you are. Uh, but I do have a question which relates to the podcast that we are not at the moment recording. Um, I was a little bit afraid to mention this earlier, but uh, it's sort of good news. Um, you know that guy, uh, Stephen Bannon, who works in the White House as his special advisor to the president? 
Um, and he's on uh, the National Security Council, as far as I know, and shall always be because of the good job he's doing. Um, and since I haven't checked the news, I, I, if something's changed there, which I, I would have a hard time believing, I would not know about it, but I can't imagine why. Because everyone's real happy with the job he's done, from what I understand. Um, he asked me to come visit him in Washington, D.C., which is where the White House is, uh, as a reminder. And that's the uh, place I reflectionately, reflectionately, oh, wow, that's a, that's a real mis, misspeaker. Hmm. Uh, that is the place that I affectionately referred to as America HQ, uh, which stands for America Headquarters, although that is not its official title. It is, as far as I know, officially just a house where the president happens to live and then everyone who works there, I believe, also lives there. I think if you work in the White House, you, like, sleep on a cot in the basement because of your dedication to your country. Um, I can't imagine... It would seem to be kind of uh, uh, slackerly to need a separate residence when you're putting in 110% for the U.S. of A, uh, as you should be. From the lowliest line cook to the vice president himself, Mike Pants, uh, everybody at the White House should be living there and trying their best all day long, and they should sleep only when they really need to. Um like maybe an hour a night. And then that's why they have the cots in the basement for the people who uh, are weak and need sleep. Um, but yeah, Steve emailed me um, and asked me to meet him. And I think that's pretty exciting. Uh, but of course, uh, as you well know, I have not done a lot of traveling um, outside of... Chicago, which is the city where we are at the moment, um, and I also, uh, I don't have a lot of money, uh, any money, um, as I spent the vast majority on uh, a, a tripod for my iPhone which I thought would be a good investment because we were going to try to make politics into a television program, but it turns out that my head is, to put it kindly, hideously large on camera. Um, I think that the, there's the, the, uh, the cliche that one gains 10 pounds when one is on camera, but for me, it's really all up in the head area. Um, it looks like there's some sort of swelling in terms of the fluid up there, like the brain fluid, but I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm healthy. Um, and, it, you know, I imagine that any kind of ear bleeding or uh, terrible pain is just what comes from living a life of political engagement which is uh, very stressful and might cause one to um, sway from side to side whenever one stands up and also to never really uh, feel a sense of peace. 
So anyway, I don't think it's a problem with my head. I think it's a problem with either the, either the phone or just my looks in general. Um, but I don't have any money to go to Washington. So why I bring it up, Jazz, is do you think you could take a few dollars out of the politics budget, which I imagine to be fairly substantial since uh, you've been managing it for these past eight years or however long the podcast has existed. Um, and you could take some money out of that and you could buy me, uh, let's just say a one-way ticket to Washington, D.C. Um, a bus ticket would be fine. I would love to travel in an aeroplane, but I imagine that's substantially more expensive. And I think you probably need a passport. Although I do, I, I of course understand that Washington, D.C. and Chicago are in the same country, but I feel like you need like a special license to take an airplane ride. That seems right to me. If it isn't, great. Anyway, my preference is, of course, for airplane. First place, airplane. Second place, train, plane. Just train. And then third place would be uh, a passenger bus. But that's still fine. I just I think it would be more fun to do the other two. So, hmm. what's that, Jazz? I can't. I can't. Can you turn down? Can you turn down the Star Trek, please, for just a second? So we. No, you can't. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I, I realize that is, and even even worse than me talking while you watch in, watch your Star Trek is me asking you to turn down the Star Trek. And I apologize. That was a uh, very obvious and uh, offensive breach of protocol. But, so the point, as you well know, we're doing the politic, we're doing the, pod, we're doing the podcast for the White House, and we've been tasked with uh, countering the tweets of the rogue, the rogue POTUS staffer. Uh, and I, I think it would be good for both me, but more even than me, that it would be good for the podcast for me to meet Steve in person and um, show him what a good job we've been doing. And then he can make us the official podcast of uh, the Trump administration and we'll finally get paid to do it. So I think it would be wise for you uh, to buy me... What's that? Hmm? Oh, you want to go too? Oh, okay. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were angry because I was asking to go. You just don't want me to go by myself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, you have a car. Since when do you have a car? What kind of car is it? Uh-huh. Right. Okay. It's a white car. That's not a very good answer, but it's fine. Um, I was thinking more make and model, um, but that's whatever. You seem very uh, cagey about what type of car this is, and I don't appreciate the tone with which you answered a white car. Um, it was a little bit snide and a little bit snarky, and I thought that we had a more uh, elevated level of respect between us that would preclude that kind of uh, childishness, and I'm disappointed in you, but I will uh, gladly accept 
your proposed car ride to Washington, D.C. to meet Steve Bannon. Um, and I imagine that it will be a event-free trip where we'll get to see a few sites, but there will be no uh, setbacks or uh, waylayments. Is that a thing? Is a waylayment a thing? A, a way getting waylaid like an like that, but turning it into a noun. The 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 uh, occurrence of one getting waylaid is a waylayment, I believe. If it's not, that's fine. English is, of course, an evolving language, uh, as is American, the version of English that we speak in the good old U.S. of A. And with that, uh, I thank you uh, for your offer of driving. And I will let you return to uh, watching your Star Trek, which now appears to be a different one. Um, one of the other Star Treks, I guess. I don't know what the first one was. and I don't know which one this one is. I don't know why there's so many of them since it's all just stuff happening in space with uh, people wearing kooky uniforms and getting free stuff from magical machines, which to me is stupid because in real life you have to pay for things. But I'm not, I'm not trying to knock your program, Jazz. I just, it's not, it's not my thing is all I'm saying. Uh, but I'll, 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 I'll quiet up now and let you return to watching uh, yet another Star Trek. And I thank you. And uh, I will, of course, be silent for the next two hours until Jazz's TV time is over. And of course, I will uh, prepare myself to receive the appropriate punishment for speaking, which I will not mention while speaking into this microphone, because although we are not recording, it is too horrifying for me to even say it aloud. But I do deserve it, and so I'm gladly uh, prepared to receive it. Uh, and I'm done now. Star Trek? Um, oh, what's that? Oh, it's a different episode. Okay, well, but when I left, you were watching Star Trek, and uh, you're still watching Star Trek. So as far as I can tell from my perspective, you are still watching Star Trek, and may have never stopped, although I'll take your word for it that, in fact, you did something else in between the two episodes of Star Trek. Uh, I, I don't... I'm, uh, ooh. Ow! Uh, I don't want to sit down. Um, I know that you're motioning very strongly for me to do so, but I would rather not. Ow! Ooh. Ow! Uh, oh, but if you're going to insist, I will uh, do my best. Ooh. Oh, you know, it hurts. 
when I move, and it hurts even more when I sit down, so I prefer to remain standing, but, okay, you are insisting that I sit down. All right, well, I will, uh, ow, whoa. Uh, make my way towards this, uh, recording seat, and, ooh, ah, lower myself slowly into it, whoa, ah, oh, oh, ow, oh, oh, ah, oh, ooh. All right, um, we're not recording right now, so I don't know why you want me to put on the headphones, but I will do so. Uh, another test, I see. Another mic test. All right. Uh, here I am. Um, uh, uh, now, I should say that even though I am no longer ow, oh, uh, groaning quite as much, this does continue to be quite painful, uh, but I have mm, adjusted slightly now that I'm sitting to the pain, um, which I will explain shortly. Um, so I did go to Washington, D.C., Jazz, uh, despite the fact that you had promised that we would go together in your car. Um, I went to where you told me to go, uh, the corner of uh, Breck, Mel, and Helps, and you weren't there. I waited for three hours, and you didn't show up, and so I ended up uh, taking a series of buses, and I just kept going east until I hit the, 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 the ocean, and uh, then I walked the west of the way, well, the, the south of the way, actually, not the rest of the way, or the west of the way, uh, to Washington, D.C., and uh, I don't want to... We'll, we'll talk more about it in the next episode, um, since we are not recording right now. Uh, but suffice it to say that I have been grotesquely disfigured. Um, to put it delicately, uh, there is a curse on every male in the White House, any male who enters the White House, and... Um, Mm. Basically, uh, Steve Bannon, who is, at least for now, uh, senior advisor to the president, uh, no longer on the National Security Council, apparently, um, seems to be having a rough time of it lately, and uh, I feel like maybe I've hitched my wagon to uh, a stupid horse. Uh, he made a sort of deal with the devil, uh, which, to be clear, a different devil, not Donald Trump, who is himself actually a small impish creature who vomits bile when threatened. Um, but Steve Bannon has made a deal with a different devil. Uh, he got a series of wishes. One of the wish was that everyone in the Trump administration would have big balls. And uh, I, he didn't think that one through. Uh, because, well, you know, with a lot of the wishes, you, you, there's like a clever twist. Uh, you, you'll say the wish, and you'll say like, "I wish I, I, I wish I was a, uh, the richest man alive," and then you know everyone else disappears. So you're the only man alive, but you are technically the richest man alive. In this case, he literally asked for everyone who works in the Trump administration to have big balls, 
And there isn't, that's already, uh, it's already figurative. The literal interpretation of that is that you would have giant testicles. Uh, and so the, the devil that he made the deal with did not have to do a lot of uh, fancy footwork to make that into an unpleasant situation. Uh, and I did, of course, not know that, that would be part of the deal when I accepted a role as uh, the official White House um, counter podcast to the Rogue POTUS staffer Twitter account. And I um, am a little bit miffed that that is technically a part of the Trump administration, which means that now I have um, grotesquely large genitalia, and not in a good way. Hence the word grotesque. So, um, yeah, I I don't want to get into too many more details about it, because it is unpleasant, and it is not, strictly speaking, directly related to politics. But we will talk about it more on the next episode of, of Politics, uh, which will be recorded soon. Once I can adjust to the monumental pain I am now constantly in, uh, as it turns out, uh, side note, not only are large, very, 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 very large testicles uh, difficult to keep in one's um, trousers, they are proportionately sensitive, and so any kind of movement or pressure causes an intense amount of pain and not as one might think some pleasure uh, there is almost no pleasure involved in fact and I will, I'll leave it with that I don't want to get into the grisly details um, and I will not be describing them at least not for now uh, given that we're not recording so it would be a waste of my breath which I mostly have to spend on uh, hemming and hawing and sighing and sometimes crying about the pain that I often feel uh, below the belt. So yeah, that's it. Uh, Jazz, sorry for interrupting your TV time, and I will now shut up and quietly suffer. And I'm still mad at you for not taking me to Washington because I had to spend several thousand dollars getting there, as I'm not very well versed with our nation's transportation system, as it turns out. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to just sit here and quietly fume and also try to stand the monumental pain I'm in that I may, as far as I know, be in forever. Oh, I'm sorry, Jazz. Is that is that too loud? Is my suffering bothering you? I'm sorry. I'll try to I'll try to be a little bit. I'll try to be even more quiet with my whimpering. <laughs>